We're going to go now for the balance, an hour and 45 minutes roughly, with uh, Alan Watt, another wonderful researcher. And I want to talk to Alan today. Um, I want to get into some of their mechanisms, their control, their programming with him. He's really an expert on that. But I also want to talk to him about solutions and, and, and how we somehow get out of this mesmerized, hypnotized. Because the public, their brainwave show, and Alan can talk about this, are hypnotized. When you watch TV, uh, the first time you watch it, there's different studies that show vaguely different numbers, but they're 45 to 50 minutes of watching television with the flicker rate. The first time you watch it, it takes close to an hour to push you into a dreamlike lower state of consciousness. I mean, your brainwaves change. The next time, it's about 10 minutes. The next time, it's about three minutes. And after you've been habitualized, you shift into a uh, dream state, lower level of consciousness, a, a unconscious purely subconscious uh, brain operation, no interface between the cerebral cortex and the rest of the brain, or the two sides of the brain, uh, the two different computers that hook together, and you go into this mode of being unconscious. And that's why the public seems like they're sleepwalking from job to job, from tour to tour. That's why months go by and it seems like an hour. That's why life is is becoming mean, meaningless. And, and, I, and I've been in... Well, I took my wife out on her birthday to a restaurant, and, and, and I saw multiple families with five and ten year old children between those ages. And the families weren't talking. The adults were sitting there eating their steaks and their food, texting, and on the cell phone in a nice restaurant. The children all had their own little private video games or DVD players, and the, and and you could see the light, you know, flashing in their faces. And we're already being inserted into the matrix, as the Pentagon said in 2000 in that Army War College report about how they were going to insert us into a matrix. That was a declassified report from the 80s, which the film The Matrix is based on. The official policy of the U.S. military, the Army, is to, by 2025, to insert us into pods. Let me get Alan Watt to talk about that first. Now, that sounds crazy. Okay, I don't talk about... Astronauts saying aliens are real and about to land when it's in Associated Press, because that's disinfo. But what I do talk about is stuff far crazier. And I'll get, I want to get Alan Watts' take on what I'm talking about. How do you, well, I've seen studies out that people are many times more suggestible than they were just 30 years ago. That's why uh, hypnotists now, 50 years ago, couldn't hypnotize maybe one out of 10 people on the street. Now 65% they can hypnotize. Because they're already hypnotized. They're already zombies, folks. You see, we're freaking out why people aren't waking up. Because they're zombies. We'll be right back. Alan Watt is our guest. By the way, if a tree fell in the forest and nobody heard it fall, did it make a sound? Like when we had Ron Paul on yesterday, out of the gates at the start of the show, our other big guest here, we randomly, throughout the four-hour radio show every day, go live on the Internet for PrisonPlanet.tv members with the video feed. We also then record that and post it within an hour to two hours after the show, depending on how long it takes to encode, for members to go watch at their leisure. Then you great guys and gals chop it up, put it on YouTube everywhere else. Do great, uh, you know, condensing down the info. We really appreciate it. Now, uh, of course, there's also the free internet streams and higher quality at infowars.com. 
and so we can catch up on some of the time today, getting Alan Watt on a bit late. I'm going to skip some of the breaks for InfoWars.com listeners. Those streams are separate from GCN Live. You'll need to move over to the InfoWars streams to hear some of the behind the scenes. Alan, you were on hold before we went to that break where I brought up how the public, when they watch television, it's admitted. They taught this in RTF, go into a, a, a dream state or a hypnotized state, and that now studies show, and we've read these on air, and you can go over them, I know you're an expert on this, that the public is more suggestible because of television, and a, a lot of people are staying in this unconscious, glazed-over uh, mode. Uh, what are we dealing with there, and how do the scientific dictatorship implement this so, so cunningly? We've got to go back into the histories of the publications of some of the members of this world movement, uh, like Huxley and others, um, Lord Bertrand Russell, who talked about the, the whole notion of peace and how they defined peace, and that was to eliminate all conflict throughout the world. And that went right down to male and female conflict, which meant that the separation of the family unit, the disintegration of the family unit even, was essential for world peace. But they also said that individualism had to be destroyed, and what that meant was they would have to target specific parts of the human brain, and those parts which gave you your, your self-preservation abilities, your perceptions, uh, the, the same things that animals have, wild animals that keeps them alive. And people like Arthur Kessler, who was a propagandist and a member of MI5, who wrote lots of novels and non-fiction books along this, this, this particular line, wrote one book called The Ghost in the Machine about the elimination of this part of the brain. And he mentioned how departments within the United Nations were working on methods to lobotomize this part of the brain, and they tried different methods, including chemical lobotomization, viral attack through inoculation, and various other means. Now, they have done this, I am pretty certain. They've been pretty well successful with most people, and it was to be augmented again with the kind of technology that Brzezinski was talking about, Technotronic Era, in his book Between Two Ages, where he talks about techniques used, scientific techniques, electronic devices, which would, uh, and he meant from the basic units of television onwards up to literal ELF waves from towers affecting people's minds and eventually directing them. He said eventually people won't know where their, where their thoughts come from or where their opinions will come from. They'll be unable to think for themselves. They'll expect the media to do their reasoning for them. And by the way, just a, just, just a quick interruption to back you up. Then, six years ago, the Baltimore Sun reported that DARPA, for over a decade then, that's now almost 16 years ago, uh, has, quote, put up towers in major cities and is testing calming us. Yeah. So see, just an incredible run-for-the-hills revelation. They're already bombarding us. Go ahead. Yeah, well, that, that ties in with a report that came out of Sweden from the Swedish newspaper, the Finnish newspapers, Finland, where scientists there had used a, a standing cell phone tower, one of the big, tall ones you see in the countryside, and they were monitoring the brain frequencies of passers-by in a certain area, a radius of a few miles, and eventually they could actually identify each individual. And without moving anything on that tower, they could target any individual within three feet, 
And this is all mainstream news, but people listening are laughing right now. Folks, it's 2008. This is Buck Rogers. Oh, it's here. It's here. And you go through the airports now, they have camming lights, and they're also using this technology in the airports. They have blue, greenish lighting, and it's called calmatives. They're using calmative technology to cam the And that was in AP three weeks ago. Uh, in fact, Chertoff had a big demonstration of it. And they're using passive MRI, which from 100 feet away is scanning the brain, which they're now putting on the cell towers, as you mentioned. Everything Alan Watts says is documented. I have separately read it in mainstream news, everything he just said, hidden in plain view. We'll come back, Alan, and I want you to... You've got the total floor here. In fact, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just sit back and listen. I wanna break down how they're doing this. But more importantly, why am I immune? Why are you immune? But this stuff only enrages me. We're on the march. The Empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. with mercury, injecting us with different cancer viruses that are hormonally triggered, age-triggered to kill you. And the cancer rates are going straight up. Every other disease, degenerative type of uh, affliction is intensifying. And it's being done scientifically by people playing God on huge power trips. And it's real. And it's happening now. So I was getting into how the public is mesmerized, how 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 more and more they are in a matrix-like condition. They their brain waves are different, uh, and then now it's intensifying. I'm not bashing video games. I know big video game designers. A lot of them are big fans of the show. I've been stuck in a bunch of video games. Uh, you know where the video games you get to the final level of you know some of the most popular games, and they open the safe up, and it's my videos in the safe. The ultimate answer. Uh, I mean, just all sorts of craziness. But the point is, the video games, something about the added controlling the joystick with the not moving and the intense focus gets you into a lower than dream state, which is a unnatural state of near-death narcosis and actually causes endorphins to flow. That's why these kids love 10, 15, 20 hours. I remember I had video games when I was a teenager. They were more primitive, but I remember a few Saturdays, I never got that heavy into them. Two, three hours would go by like that, and I'd be sitting there in a daze, but like in heaven, totally focused, going through all the levels. And, 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 and later I saw the scientific reports that I was in a artificially oxygen-starved narcosis. But, but that said, going back to Alan Watt, Alan, lay it out for us. Yeah, yeah these techniques were, they copied a lot of this, actually, from the yogis of India. They studied them. They studied some of the top yogis in the 18 hundreds and early 1900s and did all the measurements in their body and so and they're intrigued by the guys who could go into this almost trance-like states, death-like states with very, very shallow breathing and uh, they, they measured the oxygen content in their bloodstreams and how they survived, etc. But they also were measuring their brain patterns and what they found too was that people in such brain pattern states could be very easily influenced and directed uh, with outside um, information being pumped into them, your your 
easily led, you might say. Um, things which seem absurd to you in a fully conscious state, you'll take it at face value and accept it uh, without thinking. And we know that we're, that we're using these techniques because the military-industrial complex were using these games um, long before the public had access to Internet or video games for their military training. And they found the same thing, that, uh, that people who are trained uh, in the more advanced games to kill on sight would actually do it in combat in the battlefield. And what they found, too, when they did immediate tests on these particular soldiers who would kill, uh, they found that their, their breathing rate was much shallower, too, just like as though they were in the video game. So they're going into the same response mode uh, in the battlefield as they were on the video game. They were trained to do that. So it has that effect on you. We also know that the Japanese uh, are leading the field in this area. And we do remember that some of the, the earlier games that came out were putting out thousands of children saw it on television. Pokemon! Yeah, and, and they all went into epileptic seizures, well documented. And we get that published in mainstream media, and then the public go and buy the games. Let's explain children. again. Every time it would show, in what they admitted was a test, tens of thousands of children with collapse convulsing, the problem was is they knocked their teeth out or busted their you know their uh, eyes they got hurt and so they quit doing it but in a test anytime they want they can flick the switch and make you fall down on the ground convulsing mm -hmm. and what they found too with these games you see this isn't just the games it's the parts of the, the brain that they want to target to alter behavior mood uh, serotonin levels etc and it's the temporal lobe they were aiming for temporal lobe is very, very um, important if you want to control people and the types of epilepsy that they were inducing was temporal lobe epilepsy and where they go into a fugue state and now people who have epilepsy will often get the, 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 the initial fugue coming on them where things seem unreal to them um, they're moving in a surrealistic world. It's like a hallucination it's, it's like a hallucination or some people call them uh, the quizzles where yeah where they're in a sleepwalking state. Mm -hmm. And that happens before they go into the actual grand mal seizure. And they can have a, a fugue state again of, of complete amnesia when they come out of it. So this is the same kind of thing that they're inducing by going for areas of the temporal lobe. Now, it's interesting, too, that we've got everyone addicted to cell phones, which also affect the temporal lobe. It's doing similar things there. People are mesmerized on these phones. They'll stand there and talk in street corners for hours and hours. Hours go by. And I'm going to stop you again notice. just to back you up. I have seen, literally, I saw two or three today, thousands of university and government studies. And I remember one about eight years ago because I had a buddy who was always on the cell phone. I noticed his behavior was changing. He was always on it for no reason, just jabbering. And before, he'd never been on the telephone. You couldn't keep him on it. And I remember reading that it raises the brain up to three degrees in temperature, but any cell phone call after five minutes, uh, even the ones that have this lower emission, you get a one-degree increase in, in brain temperature. And then it went on to say that it is addictive and cr created opiate-like responses in the double-blind study. So I'm just backing up. Mm -hmm. What you're saying, again, is mainstream news. Mm -hmm. So that there's nothing surprising to me about any of this. Uh, this is an agenda. Um, people like Brzezinski, uh, who was right in there with the NSA, uh, published some of this stuff in his own books uh, to do with controlling whole populations. And he said populations, not just individuals. 
and that this technology would be used. And prior to him in the 1950s, you find Lord Bertrand Russell, who also worked for MI5 and 6, um, publishing the same thing in his Impact of Science on Society book, where he mentioned that the techniques would be used uh, that would bring whole populations to the conclusions and they'd have no idea that it was even being done to them. And he said, eventually we'll be able, we'll be able to convince absolutely anyone of anything. Now, now, I want to move forward from there historically, but let me digress. I wouldn't say you and I and, and, and many others are immune, but with any disease, with any program, with any, you know, there's always immune roaches to certain poisons. There's always plants that are immune. There's always people throughout history that are immune or, or, or resistant uh, to things. Why, going back about eight, nine years ago, I pretty much quit watching TV because it would irritate me. It would anger me. I knew stuff was going on there. Uh, I mean, I mean, why just with the social programming? Why did Alan Watt? Why are Alex Jones and 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 millions of others? Why are we at least resistant? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the precursor that set up the whole field for this to work for the elite was the inoculations. They were the initial uh, precursors that set up the brain structure by attacking the brain now and all weaponry. They go for the biggest kill, uh, for the, for the biggest, for the, for the buck, basically. In other words, as many people as possible, but not everyone. That's how all weapons uh -huh. generally work. And we find this. We've got, there are people with different physiologies. And people who tend to have allergies, etc., can also divert toxins away from the brain that would normally be uptake. They'd be uptaken by the brain and it'd be diverted elsewhere, so they end up having sometimes problems, uh, stomach gastric um, problems, uh, lower bowel problems, stuff like that, where this stuff has been drawn to and has settled in, but it did not go to the brain. And I've found that with a lot of people who are really awake and, and have been most of their lives. That's, I try to find the common denominators in them, and I talk to them, and that is one thing that a lot of them have are these would seem simple allergies, but pretty persistent allergies, but their brains are, are quite clear. But we also possibly can have slightly different uh, wave patterns that at present are not under these microwave and ELF-type frequencies. They might get around to that eventually. Well, I mean, you mentioned the first big insult before the mass programming begins at birth with the shots. When we were young, we didn't get as many shots or no shots, and I have seen that as a correlating factor. People in the country... I mean, here's an example. I've had a lot of medical doctors on about this. One of them, uh, Dr. Eisenstein, has one of the biggest practices in Illinois. I mean, out of over 100,000 Amish in just a three-county area, none of them have autism. None of them have any neurological problems. And then he did a study and looked at other studies around the country in Pennsylvania and other places where you have Amish. They don't have it. It isn't there. Uh, but but it's the same thing with uh, Dr. Ewing Cameron and the mind control. When they would grab these children in these declassified tests, they would first for six months, as you know, but for the listeners, electroshock them to wipe things out to create that original insult as a place to then start building the new identity or the new wavelength. Mm -hmm. That's right. They did use a lot of children uh, in the, the MK Ultra tests as well. It wasn't just adults, even though the movie, the CBC covered it, actually whitewashed more than they, they showed. And uh, the reason a lot of children, they wiped out their memory to try to build a completely brand new personality that would be robot-like and very obedient. 
and put them out into society and use them as spies, etc. So it's the vaccines are acting as the chemical lobotomy or as the electroshock? No, there's no doubt about it. As I Kessler talked about these tests being done back in the, the 50s and 60s and under the auspices of the United Nations, and the different groups who are doing, some of them, like the Soviets, were doing direct lobotomies, uh, physical, mechanical lobotomies. They were also doing that in the United States under, under the guys who worked for the eugenics programs in the psychiatric institutions. And uh, they were doing prefrontal lobotomies to, to thousands of troops that came back from to the U.S. after World War II and Korea. Have you ever seen the black and white films of them laughing and just jabbing an ice pick in the troops' head and going and That's laughing? What they did. Laughing to the students yeah. going, watch this, as the guy's chained down awake. They just go, ha, 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 ha. I mean, yeah. it's the most bloodthirsty stuff you've ever seen without, with an ice pick. That's right. And even had, had traveling, they called him the mobile uh, doctor who did the lobotomies uh, on behalf of the U.S. government. And he, he did it out of the back of his van. Uh, this was high science, as they called it. And all they were doing was destroying the, the, the frontal cortex. Now, that's where, that's where your behavior is altered right in the frontal cortex. That's a definite behavior alteration right there. And you do become much more suggestible, very easily managed by authorities because you have no confidence in your own decision-making powers afterwards. Well, all of this is really just a scientific codification of total war against our own species by aberrant mm -hmm. psychopaths directing uh, human development, and, and, and it isn't just that it's cold-blooded and they want the power. This is a literal wonderland to carry out all the horrors that are horrible to us, but that are beautiful to them. Absolutely. The public have no idea that war was declared upon them long ago. Total, total war. All-out war it was declared upon every member of the, the, the common people, as they put it at the time. The commoners that were afraid would outbreed them and eventually overthrow them and take over. And they, they claimed that the world would be in darkness because we're all too stupid to make good and proper decisions. So therefore, the, the idea was they'd have to eliminate the common types, the inferior types that had not made it up the Darwinian scale into success and, and monetary success and business success. It'd have to be eliminated. But of course, if they got wind of it, there could be an uprising. So they had to make a secret war. And uh, it's not so secret today. It's out in the open under various guises that we must bring the population down one way or another. Uh, there's, no, there's not enough food and, and all of the various crises they're creating. Now, that again was part of the plan back in the early 1900s. Big international corporations were to be heavily funded to take over the entire wood, uh, food supply of the planet. That was part of the agenda. And then by doing so, they could tighten the reins, bring it in, and then declare eventually there was a food crisis. And they adulterate, plans, and adulterate, and adulterate yeah. the food. Adulterated, absolutely. The chemicals are in it, uh, are, are not there just for preserve, to preserving the food. It's also to alter you. People have become terribly sick, and the IQ has dropped over the last 50 years or so. And the sperm and count. People. And the sperm count is way down as well. So none of this is by, by chance, and now they've admitted that there's a, a particular substance in soy which they pushed mightily back in the 60s and 70s as a substitute for meat and had so many people go on it. And male, males who, who've been on it, are, their sperm count is down 70% lower than those who are not. And it also is now associated with breast cancer, but they tell women eat it for breast cancer, and now 
I mean, it's just they're all getting breast cancer, and it's just the government will have all these big pageants and anti-cancer rallies with right. celebrities and everyone fighting it together, uh, you know, making it like some great, ooh, you've got it too. Ooh, it's like having a cold. Oh, the government, let's take more vaccines. They love us. And now, in the past, they would just take troops out in the field and nerve gas them. Now it's getting widespread. Where I've been looking at the numbers, and then the, they're all calling me now going, yes, they, almost everybody's been in the military. When they hit about 45, they're getting the cancer now, even in families that never had cancer. Yes, but but then even more of the troops are just dropping dead when they give them the shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've talked to some of them, too, and then they phone me up when they come back, and they tell me they were given all kinds of medications, and they're not told what these medications were. They were told to open their mouths every morning. Uh, the sergeant comes along and pops these pills in their mouth, make sure, they make sure they swallow them, too. And these are all tests they're doing on different sections of the military. Uh, I'm sure it's to affect their mind as well. They're trying to create this, this good killer robotic type soldier who will not suffer with uh, flashbacks when he gets home. Well, they had, have uh, no memory. well, they had <laughs> futurist, uh, uh, Dr. Marshall at the Pentagon said that in Wired Magazine, as you know. That's right. Mm. So th- this is at the age where science is supposed to rule and dominate. And all this began hundreds of years ago with the old alchemists, the fraternity of alchemy, who said that, that they'd always keep the advanced sciences to themselves. That was part of their oath. And, and by doing so, they'd take power over kings, queens, and governments because those governments would need them to create yes. the war machines. But ultimately, they would rule in a, what they called a logical manner where the world would be run by the superior ones using logic. And to and them they say, emotion. logically, might makes right, survival of the fittest, social Darwinism, mm-hmm. and they point blank say in their books and all and thousands of uh, you know different footnotes, we are going to build a worldwide control grid, we're going to kill 90 plus percent of you, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to do it for the betterment of us. And to them that's mm-hmm. logical. It, to them, it is logical, and the end justifies the means. I think it was Rockefeller said at the, the World Bank meeting that this generation uh, are the cannon fodder for this particular agenda. And he said also that, um, he says, well, you can't make an omelet without breaking eggs. So all the crisis you're going through in the last 50 years, the breakup of families, um, uh, the, the incredible disruption in society, the drugs, etc., that's just uh, that's just what goes into making the omelet, and it's too bad. It has to be done. That's just what has to be done, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to skip this break for Infowars.com audio stream listeners. you got to go to that site, listen to those streams, the one on Infowars.com. And then we're uh, also streaming live on the web at PrisonPlanet.tv. Members can see the document cam, the guest cam, the Internet cam, uh, and a lot more. So uh, we will be right back in three minutes uh, for everybody else, but for PrisonPlanet.tv members and folks, we're going to keep talking behind this break. Alan, i got to tell you, I, I'm getting better and better with my guests on interrupting, but every time you say something, I want to back it up with footnotes because I myself have verified at 20 other places, and it just freaks me out yeah. because you're one of the few people that's done the same research I've done uh, how do we get this out to people? Because, um, uh, I mean, this is a guaranteed fact, and then you'll just have some cop in a black uniform just laugh at you because he's in his own little social brainwash clique thinking he's at the top of the pyramid, 
and then you're looking at him knowing he's walking dead being injected with the cancer virus. <laughs> well, I've been putting this out for donkeys, years, the same material, and I've given up on those who are gone. i got to look at the world as, as a, a world of survivors and casualties, and it's a war, and when you look at the, the casualties and you're in the war and help, you're helping to fight it, you can't be distracted by the casualties. That's how, how far gone we are. We've got to realize that we don't have the time to, to wake up just occasional individual who's well under the New World Order's mind control. Uh, we've got to concentrate on, on a large audience and try and reach as many people as possible uh, within that audience, uh, the individuals who are able to receive. You know. Well, the incredible thing is, amongst the elite, uh, there's not that many, maybe 5,000 or so, that really have a big part of the plan in their mind. Mm -hmm. And even those are compartmentalized and think they're going to be the ones that are saved. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I've had some of the elitists over the years, you know, off record. That's why I can't give those horses. But, you know, but they've written about this, too, say, well, Alex, as you notice, you're telling them and they don't care. And we are in control. Doesn't that show that we are the elite? Mm -hmm. So we do deserve to be doing this. Uh, and in fact, that, that you see it, yeah. that means you might want to join us. Mm -hmm. that, that's their simple logic. That's their simple logic. And they're stunned. And they put on a strange expression when you don't take their offer. They can't imagine why you could possibly hang on to what, to what you're hanging on to for emotional reasons or personal emotional reasons or attachments to others. They can't understand why you don't take the bait or the bribe. No. It's unbelievable. I mean, they are just cold-blooded killers. Mm -hmm. We're going to go back on the main transmission. I want to get into solutions. I mean, I understand you're saying they're casualties, but how does somebody with a loved one or somebody else break mm -hmm. them out? You know, there's the classic archetypal image of the cold bucket of ice water being thrown on people what is that real world uh contextual way that you found to try to break people out i mean i know with the programming it's built in that when you try to break them out they fight back even more and do a self-assured self-satisfied little smile and spew you know pre-programmed uh memes back at you but i want to talk about that with you right now here we go don't worry this show is documented Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, down, down. And the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. And it burns, burns, burns. Yeah, the truth hurts, the but not facing the truth a lot worse. The ring of fire. I indict the globalists. You know, they say through their social Darwinian system that if the, if the public's dumb enough to be enslaved and dumbed down and poisoned, that's what they deserve. And I say to them that, uh, you know, that's like saying, well, if a baby doesn't know how to feed itself, kill it. Like Dr. Peter Singer says, or old people are like mackerel, go ahead and kill them. Uh, we destroy who we are as humans when we don't empathize, when we don't take care of weaker, when we don't thrill at unlocking minds or teaching. I love teaching people. I love learning. I love showing people things. I love seeing things be built. I want the best in our species and to try to suppress uh, the worst in us. Instead, the globalists say, no, order out of chaos. We'll play them off against each other, make them bestial, animalistic, dumb them down, uh, play on their weakest uh, uh, factors. 
your take on that, Alan Watt, and then solutions. I know you're saying they're all casualties of war, move on, but for friends, for family, for others, I have been able to unlock minds, but just with a frontal assault of shocking them, maybe like a big bucket of ice water, but what are some of your ideas there? Yeah, but it, this is the main problem with most people. They try it and wake up the person next to them as generally a spouse or a relative, and that's where dissension comes in. And I and what generally happens, they overload them with too much at once. You've got to realize that you've moved on into a different realm of understanding. That person's still back there in the 6 o'clock news version, and you've got a, a head-on clash right away. You're talking an alien language to them, and they have been trained that if it isn't on television, it cannot be true. So you have to, even with the presentation of evidence, they still go into a mind lock because they do believe the media is going to tell them all the truth that they, they, they should know. They really believe that's the function of the media, they've been trained that way. And they have gone into a mind lock when you present them with facts, uh, printed documentation and so on. And it takes a lot of time, just feeding them a little bit at a time. And so pick something which is contemporary, that is provable to them. Even the heavy aerial spraying we've had for 10 years, coupled with the, the changing weather, because they're creating this new uh, weather phenomena to convince us that we are the problem. However, uh, they are doing it. You can see them doing it. You can breathe it. See them even creating a storm. And that's the kind of thing that you can show them immediately, that they must start using their own um, um, perceptions for the first time. And if they deny it, you can show them the Communist Chinese today yeah. clearing the air with different devices in, in uh, Beijing. Now, mm -hmm. expanding on that, you mentioned how they want to kill our propulsion or our self-preservation instinct yeah. because they say, oh, that's too aggressive. That will, uh, you know, uh, uh, be their, uh, their, their impulse drive system to, to fight us and to have mm -hmm. sovereignty and to defend their family and tribalism. Oh, no, only our elitist tribalism is okay. We've got to neutralize that in them. And you're right. As Richard and Haas, the head of the CFR, says, modern environmentalism is about taking our survival drive and turning it against ourselves, making us the problem. So it's kind of a feedback loop, or like being electrocuted. We must get rid of humans to save the humans. So, so, so it makes our survival mechanism turn against itself, turn the gun against ourselves. Let's yeah. kill ourselves to save ourselves. Meanwhile, the globalists, as you said, with weather control, are doing things to the uh, earth to then stampede us into accepting that we're the problem. Yeah, there's some, it's the guy behind the curtain in The Wizard of Oz. That's what they're doing. And they whistle in the wind and say nothing while the proof is in front of our faces if we care to look at it. Yeah. All right, Alan Watt. Uh, we, we, we've been all over the map here. I want to get more into how somebody listening who's laughing right now, how we get them to realize they've been mesmerized by television, that they are in a dream setting, that they are hypnotized. Yeah.